Bill O'Reilly here, Friday, November 22nd, 2019. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening today in America. The Democrats' public impeachment inquiry just concluded its second week, with lawmakers speaking to State Department and other officials about President Trump's dealings with Ukraine. Those testifying included the acting ambassador to Ukraine, William Taylor, Assistant Secretary of State George Kent, EU Ambassador Gordon Sondland. Democrats claim the hearings show the president violated the Constitution by pressuring Ukraine to dig up political dirt on Joe Biden. Republicans counter, saying the whole charade is designed to damage the president politically heading into the 2020 election, and no wrongdoing occurred. It's clear to all fair-thinking Americans that the impeachment deal is political. Now that the quid pro quo argument has been challenged, Democrats are claiming Donald Trump bribed the president of Ukraine. Congressman Adam Schiff, the chairman of the Intel Committee, says the hearings, quote, get right down to the heart of the issue of bribery as well as other high crimes and misdemeanors, unquote. But many senators are on record as rejecting that analysis. Most regular folks are detached. TV ratings for the hearings are low, averaging around 11 million in a nation of 330 million. Day one drew 13 million viewers, far shy of the 19 million that watched James Comey or the 20 million who tuned in for Michael Cohen. Remember him? He's in jail. Going forward, the Democrats will ultimately end the hearings and likely draft articles of impeachment. Then they will go to the Senate, where the issue looks to be dead on arrival. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell publicly stating, quote, I can't imagine any scenario where 67 senators will vote to remove Donald Trump from office. By this time, many Americans are not amused. People are too busy to tune in and sift through all the chaos. If there is clear wrongdoing from the president, then all hell will indeed break loose. But this is like watching as the Ukraine turns, the daytime soap. goes on and on with little purpose. Maybe Dr. Phil can sort it all out. Up next, inner city violence in America. It's awful. Right back. Deborah's home was stolen. I don't mean thieves stole stuff. I mean scammers literally stole her home. The FBI calls home title theft one of the fastest growing white collar crimes. This story is why you need home title lock. Deborah says, quote, criminals found the title to our home online and filed fraudulent documents claiming they owned it. And it gets worse. Deborah, quote, I was evicted from my own home, and 85 grand in equity gone. Nobody believes you can get your home stolen this easy. Unquote. This is why you need home title lock, because no insurance or bank protects your home from title theft. First things first, please go to hometitlelock.com and register your address to see if you're already a victim and don't know it. Then sign up to protect the legal title to your home so you don't end up like Deborah. And to get you started, I got you 60 risk-free days of protection. Please go to HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. 
Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day, inner city violence in America. Former New York City Mayor Michael Bloomberg, who wants to be president, has apologized for supporting the stop-and-frisk police tactic while he was in office. The program of patting down suspected troublemakers in order to find guns is deeply unpopular in many minority communities because most of those stopped are black or Hispanic. According to the New York Post, 98% of the shootings in New York City are done by minority criminals, leading to profiling. Once stop and frisk was stopped in the Big Apple, violent crime continued to drop, surprising some people, including Mayor Bloomberg. Now, in order to win liberal votes, Mr. Bloomberg must make an act of contrition, which he has. Lost in this debate is a solution to inner-city violence. No one seems to have one. Chicago is ground zero for that, with thousands of minority citizens shot every year in the Windy City, mostly by black drug gangsters who couldn't care less about human life. On Halloween, a seven-year-old girl dressed as a bumblebee was shot in Chicago while trick-or-treating. No arrests have been made. Same thing with a two-year-old, shot dead in her mother's arms in Chicago. It goes on and on and on. Arrests are rarely made for homicides in the ghettos of America. The Washington Post recently studied 55,000 murders in 55 cities. Few suspects were even arrested. As detectives say, folks are frightened to identify and testify against violent criminals. Anti-police campaigns by groups like Black Lives Matter and other social justice fanatics have managed to demonize police in many places, leading to a decline in aggressive investigation. Some law enforcement has pretty much retreated from the high-crime areas, leading to even more violent chaos. Affluent Americans, including our well-guarded leaders in Washington, do not directly experience the unchecked violence, and it's easy for them to look the other way. Now, is there a solution to mass murder in Chicago, in Baltimore, and other big cities? The only thing I can point to is Northern Ireland. You may remember that for decades, there was violence between Catholics and Protestants. They called it the Troubles. People murdered all the time. It ended when the women of Northern Ireland banded together and told the men to stop. And it did. The only way mass murder is going to stop in the American ghetto is for the people themselves to rise up en masse, led by their religious leaders, and say, stop. I'm Bill O'Reilly, and I approve that message by writing it. For more commentary, please go to BillOReilly.com and check out my book, The United States of Trump. Up next, something you might not know. Do you or a loved one suffer from sleep apnea and require the use of a CPAP machine? Did you know? 
that manufacturers recommend you wash your sleep equipment every day with soap and water? Fortunately, there's an easier option. SoClean is the fast and easy way to maintain your sleep equipment. With SoClean, you just put the equipment in, close the lid, walk away. It's 100% waterless. SoClean gives you peace of mind knowing your sleep equipment is properly maintained every night. With nearly 9,000 five-star reviews, it's time to check it out for yourself. Right now, for my listeners, you can try SoClean risk-free for 30 days. Even shipping is free. So don't wait and call 1-800-520-1279 or go to SoClean.com to take advantage of this 30-night risk-free trial and free shipping. Again, that's 1-800-520-1279 or go to SoClean.com right now. Now the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. The holiday season, the busiest time of year for the U.S. economy when millions of Americans shell out major dollars to purchase this year's hottest gifts. Economists forecast U.S. retail sales will increase 4% in 2019, making it the first season to top $1 trillion in total sales. The average American spends between $800 and $1,000 on presents between Thanksgiving and New Year's Day. We typically spend $200 during the rest of the year on holidays like Mother's Day and wedding anniversaries. So what are the hottest items to put under the tree this year? For adults, it's all about technology, smart home items like thermostats and remote cameras, tablets, wireless earbuds. While those generate the most money, the biggest seller per unit, prepaid gift cards. For kids, it's about technology again. The sale of consoles, games, merchandise generated $43 billion in 2018 with more than a third of transactions occurring during the holiday season. The most wonderful time of the year also creates 200,000 jobs across America, many in department stores, also UPS, FedEx, Uber. They all beef up staff during the holiday season to cope with demand. But buyer beware, a majority of Americans use credit cards to purchase gifts, racking up thousands of dollars in bills. Studies show more than 20% of us incurred major debt during the holiday season, and 22% blame their negative credit card scores on Christmas gifts. When asked what part of the holidays they disliked the most, 23% of Americans said they hated dealing with crowds. Another 20% complained about picking the right gifts. 19% said the worst part of the season, not having enough money to buy what they want. Another major headache for U.S. consumers, traveling. Nearly half of all Americans will take long-distance trips during the holidays. Well, good luck getting there and getting home. I'm sure the airports and roads will be a delight. Right? Back after this. Bill O'Reilly here with an important message. If you're a listener to this program, you may know how much I love dogs. Today, let's talk about something I care about very much. There are thousands of abandoned animals in the USA, and these animals need your help. This is why I have partnered up with Delta Rescue, the largest no-kill, care-for-life animal sanctuary in the world. 
Delta Animal Sanctuary is a one-of-a-kind rescue operation because they care for the animals for life. They're staffed by specially trained attendants who look after the animals, providing them with water, treats, toys, and affection. For more information on Delta's tax-saving estate planning vehicles, please go to the website deltarescue.org bill. It lays out all you need to know about growing your estate through tax savings, which can help you build the size of your estate while letting your compassion for animals live well on into the future. Donate online today at deltarescue.org slash bill. That's deltarescue.org slash bill. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.